Hello, everyone, and welcome to Downtime with John and Emily, the how-to podcast by siblings who don't know anything. I'm your co-host, John Downey. And I'm Emily Downey. Emily, I did a th- I did a thing the other day uh, that I have mixed reviews about. Okay, mixed reviews? Yes. Like reviews that you're going to leave on Yelp or... Yes. Or from your friends. I'm going to go this. on Yelp and talk about my comprehensive sleep care appointment that I had. Okay. See, so, I, as you may know from mm-hmm. us having shared a bedroom at, at one point in our lives, uh, like when we were the children, mostly. Thank uh, you for clarifying. I feel point. like it's important. We're on the internet, you know? So that's true. People get gross. You can find us on the internet. Uh, I have, I do a bad job sleeping. I'm not good at you it. You do. That's true. I've known this about you. I'm not good at sleeping in a room with someone else and letting them also sleep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I'm very loud when I sleep in more yeah. ways than one. Okay. And well, like the, I guess uh, well, you mentioned it earlier on downtime that you were having, um, what was it? Uh, night terrors. No, see, I don't think that that's a real thing that I do. Yeah, but like... Your partner said that you do, so we're gonna go with her because she's the one who's awake. The instances you also snore in which and sweat a great deal. I believe I've maybe so I sleep talk sometimes mm-hmm. when I have had alcoholic beverages before bed. It that the frequency increases. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So last night when I, we were supposed to record, yes, did you sleep talk that night? I no, I have not heard any reports. No. Okay, because I was I was messed up <laughs> most of the day from that conversation. John and I were supposed to record, and we had just we just decided to hang out instead. We chilled instead. I drank a bottle of Sauvignon Blanc. We talked about our Animal Crossing villagers a lot. Oh man! I so yeah, I I snore a lot, and sometimes I talk in my sleep, and sometimes I stop breathing, and that's the important so wait, part. Is this is this like a sleep study that you got paid to do? No. Oh, I paid oh, you, my you insurance paid to paid. sleep in their garbage bed. Yes, to go. Which, During by the way, times. I don't know who designed. I think maybe there was a suggestion from Sam that perhaps that all of the things in the room were, were donated. And I think that that may have to be the case because it's just the ugliest, weirdest looking room I've ever seen. They had mm. a big queen size bed with like four poster bed bed posts like tall ass columns on the corners like wooden ornate so not like a hospital looking bed no not at all no and it had like like, a matching bedside table and then on the other side of it was this ugly ass black leather lazy boy like right next to it why i don't know it was horrible that was it was an affront to the senses really that's so weird (laughs) and then were the sheets like papery like they throw them away every time no the sheets were okay i think the sheets were fine i don't usually have an issue with that okay the pillow was horrible and my neck still hurts if you're going in to do a sleep study my pro tip bring your own pillows because these pillows suck especially if you sleep on your back which I think people who sleep on their back generally have more issues because you're not really supposed to do that. So yeah, you're really not like 
<laughs> well, it's weird because like babies, right? Right. Like they're supposed to sleep on their backs. Like right. you're supposed to give babies tummy time because they want to lie, lie on their tummies and they're not, to sleep. They're not but supposed not, to do that. You're, they're not because they're going to die. Right. So, so I feel that way so also fragile. when I sleep on my stomach. We're so fragile as a species. <laughs> but yeah, they get their tummy time and then they get really upset. They even have like special like headgear they can have children wear to encourage them to sleep on their back. <laughs> and then as an adult, if you sleep on your back, most likely you're also snoring and then you get elbowed by your partner until you stop. <laughs> I don't know why elbows are my weapon of choice, but only when Taylor is making noises in his sleep. <laughs> and then it's and then the elbows come out. So so I went in I went in you for don't, the study. Yeah, we get it. You don't breathe when you sleep. I blah don't. blah blah. This whole this show is not just about you, John. <laughs> I, I don't breathe when I sleep. Breathe. It makes Sam very anxious and she wanted me to go in for this sleep study for my health. So I, I did it and I went in and what I didn't expect, even though there was paperwork explicitly telling me that I should have expected it in my email, mm-hmm. uh, was the amount of jelly that they were going to use <laughs> in and around my face and hair. Yeah. So like, at least they didn't have to like shave big clumps of your hair out. No, I might've opted out head. of that. Yeah. That's where you draw the line. Not weirdos watching you sleep in a random motel room. But Look, there was the one jelly. guy. He was he was decked out head to toe in PPE. I can't believe this guy is like still going into work. I think it's I mean, all all things considered, I think it's pretty safe. Yeah. He's only got to talk to a couple people and the precautions they're taking are very good. And he's got like maybe the facility is designed to take a few staff members and he has the ppe for all of the staff members who are supposed to be there. <laughs> he's just wearing four masks all on top of each other he's like carol's not coming back so yes but maybe may, i found a different solution for you john because we're okay. all here about solutions and this is a weird yes experience we're all about you. education here and finding I'm... creative problem solving here's the deal you can't die of sleep apnea okay that's not something that happens. Right, like right, right, you right. cannot like it cannot kill you. That is not a thing. So my suggestion is two part because it'll fix an employment situation if you have one. And it'll also fix this I keep my partner up at night thing is you go back in and you take that guy's job. And I apply for a job. <laughs> and then <laughs> You don't have to worry. You've got a steady job, steady paycheck. You've already said that you're fairly protected. And also, you then have an opposite sleep schedule with Sam. <laughs> so we so never see each other. So you guys are like ships other. in the night. Ships in the night. <laughs> it's perfect, right? My favorite way to have my my relationship scheduled out. Hey, man, you're the one who decided to stop breathing in your sleep and talking and thrashing and sweating. That's a good like point. Like the most nightmare bed partner anyone could ever ask for. So maybe you got to stop thinking about what you want and start thinking about the fact that your girlfriend has an important job and needs to sleep. I, I should have thought twice before I decided to have sleep apnea. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you should have. I'm very sorry. Just become a long haul trucker. You know, that's true. There are they options. They make a here. good salary. They have a great union. You know. Yeah, but don't they get in a lot of trouble for like staying up for way too long because they get paid by like the mile? Look, man. 
Companies, Some I think, get in a lot of trouble because of the way the pay structure is. It encourages you to break the law. Well, that's why they got unions, boy. <laughs> They're working on it, maybe. They're, they're on their way. I don't know, you know. <laughs> I just sat in on a live virtual streamed commencement mm-hmm. for Sam's brother. He graduated college this year. We're very proud of him. And the congratulations, Ben. He's and a, then did he's somebody... an engineer, and he's going to make more money than all of us. Good for him. Yeah. Good for us, really. Yeah, true. Because we're, we're his family. Leech that as much as we can. Mm-hmm. But I, there was a, uh, I guess, Miss America uh, winner who went to the mm-hmm. college a few years ago, and she mm-hmm. was the commencement speaker. And I was, I was so moved by her speech that I would like to learn how to do that. So was she Miss? Was this what UVA? No, he goes to Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech. I thought the Miss America woman was from VCU. She's a grad student at VCU. I think she was Miss America. I guess it would have been this year. I think she graduated two years ago. Yeah, because one of them is a grad student at VCU, and she's the one that did, like, the science presentation. And I bet this is the same girl. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, her talent was science. Yes, that's her. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, she goes to VCU in Richmond. She went to Virginia Tech, though. Well, she's a grad student now at VCU, <laughs> so who cares? Like, which is the degree they're going to care about, John? It's a good you point. Know? I mean, I, I don't know. I, I honestly do not know. Okay, yeah, me neither. What are we talking about? What are we doing? What's happening? <laughs> We're going to teach the people how to do a commencement. I'm great at talk, so yeah. do a commencement or do a commencement s- speech. What is a commencement, Emily? It's all talking. Like when you. It's all it's all speaks wait, speak speeches. Wait, but I don't want to do the whole commencement. And if we did, I would definitely like add a different song to the beginning because pomp and circumstance does not interest me. It's played. Did you know in England there are lyrics? What? No. Why? Don't. I don't know, but I've been watching The Crown and they sing lyrics to that tune. That sucks. Don't do that. Do, 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 also, stop do, playing Pomp and Circumstance. Do, it sucks. It's boring. Do, do, do. It's old. It's played. You know what was great about... There were two things that were great about my commencement speech from, from my school. I went to SUNY Purchase. It was, it was... Well, it was pretty long because as and unlike these giant colleges who have different smaller colleges... Yeah, throughout. like I did the, the theater graduation or whatever. Yeah. I did the arts See, graduation. See, that's going to be pretty small. My school was overall small enough where they could fit everybody in the class into one ceremony. Oh, God. So it was a lot of names being listed off. Um, But two things that were good about mine. It was a school of music that has a jazz program. So instead Mm -hmm. of having like a big band, they Mm -hmm. had a jazz band play instead, which was sick. But did they play Pomp and Circumstance? No. They were just (gasps) riffing for our walk-in. And it was awesome. Diggity dough. It was like everyone was grooving down the aisle and it was incredible. Second good thing about my commencement was that Regina Spector spoke and I've been listening to her music since I was in seventh grade. So that was big. That's really cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. Why wasn't I at your graduation? You were probably off gallivanting around the world, Emily, as you do. That's true. I do do that. (laughs) I'm awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, they're 
are times in my life when I have to remember how awesome I am. I'm having one of those weeks, my dude, <laughs> where I'm just like, wow, I don't like myself and I don't believe that anyone else likes me either. And I'm sad. But I'm dope. But I'm, um, you know what, John? I'm here to tell you <laughs> and all of our hundreds of thousands of listeners that I am awesome. Yep. So. I think they agree. Follow me on Instagram. So I'm sure there's a lot of celebrities out there listening to this who are in the talks to do commencement speeches in the coming years. And for you, say Padma Lakshmi. Yeah. If you are planning on doing a commencement speech, I'm sure you're listening to this. Yeah. And Padma is a huge fan of downtime. Padma is a huge downtime fan. She's a huge downtime fan. That's what what she won't tell you in in your run-of-the-mill interview. She's got a Dr. Joey shirt. Dr. Joey. (laughs) I had a request for Dr. Joey. I had a formal request submitted for Dr. Joey to make a a reappearance. (laughs) To make a comeback. What would Dr. Joey sound like if he was giving a commencement speech? He, He always sounds vaguely upset. Yeah. But also devout. He also probably doesn't know. Oh, that's right. He's a strict Catholic. Um, he also doesn't know how far away from the microphone he should be. Who's talking about me? Hey, you. Who's you talking about me? You, yeah, you talking about yes. me? He can't say the re, the line, the other line, because that's copyright infringement. Which I don't even know. Well, he can't say it, so you'll never know. Yeah, he can't say it, so I'll never find out. Uh, I'm going to listen to this episode later, maybe in 100 years or so, and not understand. And then it'll finally hit me. Yeah. Padma Lakshmi, you're great. I love Top Chef. Big Top Chef fan. That's that's me, Dr. Joey. I'd love to be on Celebrity Top Chef. I don't know if that's a thing, but if it becomes a thing, you got got your boy. I'll have my, my people call your people. God bless. Go with God. <laughs> May the road rise to and meet also, you, all right? And also with you. <laughs> all right, Podman, with your spirit. And with your spirit. They're both devout Catholics. <laughs> I know Padma Lakshmi's name uh, might make you think that she might practice a different religion, but she's actually a devout Catholic. These yeah. are things we know about her because she uh, DMs us on Instagram all the time. That's but we true. respect her privacy enough not to tag her in our stories. Where does Padma start with writing her commencement speech? Well, I feel like I know the commencement speech is not about the celebrity giving it, right? Right. But at the same time... There's going to be people in that audience because it's such a wide audience that don't know who you are. There's always going to be people who don't know who the hell you are. Exactly. So I feel like you got to start with a clever way to like gently nudge people in the direction of understanding who you are. So like maybe like... A great commencement is like a great recipe. (laughs) (laughs) Much like the many wonderful recipes I see every day as (laughs) in my job as a top chef person. (laughs) Not going to lie. I don't really know what what Padma Lakshmi does. Is she the host? Yes. Is she a judge? She's the host. So she's she does not have to know about food. No. Okay. She's just like there. Yeah. 
I don't think it has to be so Padma specific. I think. Well, I said you did it for Padma, so we wrote a quick intro for Padma. Padma, that's for you. That's for you. That's free. That's just for being a fan. Yeah, you're welcome. That's just for you. Just a little tidbit. I'm sure. I'm sure your your speech. You know what? The rest of it's not going to be for Padma because I know she's gonna. She's She's gonna gonna crush it. it. She's gonna do great. You know, because like. (laughs) We just respect each other so much, mm-hmm. you know, because we have so much in common. What are some? We just have a deep personal connection. <laughs> <laughs> she also gets sad sometimes. That's true. And then I'm just there to remind her that she's Padma fucking Lakshmi. <laughs> she's amazing. Uh, then we go to the movies together. There are some <laughs> big tropes that are present in almost every commencement speech emily okay what are they um well you always have the the hero or heroine you have the the villain you have the fool (laughs) you have the the damsel in distress you have the best friend you have the the sassy friend sometimes also known as the lesbian sidekick Yes. And also the trusty animal companion. Okay. Yeah. All Those right. are some big ones. There are others. Right, there are right, others. Right, 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 the right, wise right. old sage man or woman. Sometimes it's a crone. You know, but mostly like normally there's like a soothsaying crone or a wise old man. You don't typically have both. Right. You know, in one story. Maybe in the same universe, but not not in the same story. Maybe w- listening to you ramble got me on something. <laughs> Maybe we I don't know what you're talking about. That was literary analysis. <laughs> we'll get Taylor in here. Well, the, I'm I'm going in that direction. Maybe we go even further into literary analysis and use oh. a a commonly used storytelling device, the hero's journey. Mm. I was thinking we could use like a TV storytelling device, and we could you know highlight a lot about the writing of the store of the commencement speech. Like we focus in on our character mm-hmm. as they've been invited to do this speech. And then they go through the whole thing. Like maybe I'm not qualified. What do the kids need to hear from me? And then we just show them furiously writing. And then we show the very end of the speech where they say something inspirational. And then everyone throws their caps in the air. And then we cut to credits. So you want to montage this. That just seems much easier to me. It does. Because then you have like their journey and they could be our hero on the hero's journey. Yeah. But then we all we have to do is sort of nudge them in the right direction. And then all we have to do is show one shot of them writing and then we don't have to do anything else. I think if you have super montage powers at your disposal, you, you always use them. Yeah, like you I feel can, like we've talked about the super montage power. You can learn the the violin in a day, like you can yeah. be, you can nail your Met audition with the violin in one day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you can you can be the fittest person alive. Like you can go fight Rocky in a day. Yeah, I mean, I feel like currently I could fight Rocky right now. I believe that. If I had to punch Sylvester Stallone. I feel like he would probably fall over. <laughs> so, <laughs> I feel like that's a win, and that's me being he Rocky. He has two adorable mini horses. What? He posts about them on Instagram, and they're great. 
You should oh go God, follow I'm, him. I have to follow him right now. I'm literally following. Oh him. fuck! Nope, my bad. That's a, that's it? that's Arnold Schwarzenegger. I did a bad job. Well, I don't want to follow him. I don't want to follow anyone. You know, I've lost enthusiasm for this whole thing. <laughs> I've lost right. enthusiasm for social media in general. <laughs> yeah, I just threw my phone away. I was like, okay, never mind then. It's not that exact combination of celebrity and adorable animal that I'm not interested in any of it. <laughs> Alternatively, are... if if uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger had to give a commencement address, which I know he has done mm-hmm. many times because he's the governor of California and also, or was the governor of California? I don't know about him. Anyways, <laughs> I bet he's done some commencement addresses, but I bet, but all of those commencement addresses would have been better if he had brought those ponies along with him. That is true. Like, it doesn't matter. If he hasn't then it doesn't matter what you say. Him, he's a fool. Yeah. Because that's going to be, like, I remember. Well, no one can understand what he says when he talks. So Rude. then you just bring a pony along and then it's great. You know, because then the, the people will be distracted by the ponies and they'll be like, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, he does his his speech in that accent he has that I'm not going to attempt. I feel like you got to oh, start. Yeah. <laughs> Commencing is very important. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best I had. And I'm back to hating myself. Oh, brutal. Self-esteem back in the back in the toilet. All it took was one failed Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> We're gonna, for my confidence to be completely crushed. We're going to turn that frown upside down time. <laughs> we are very excited this week to bring you a song by none other than CK. That's C-K-A-Y. You can find her at CK Music on Instagram, and you very well should. She's a singer-songwriter from New Jersey, and she's got some great tunes on Spotify that you can find by searching for just CK, again, C-K-A-Y. Uh, or you can search Stop My Heart, which is the name of the song that you're about to hear. She was just on Songland Season 2, so we're very excited to have her on here before she makes it big on the radio and everyone is hearing her all the time. If you enjoy Stop My Heart, go find her on Instagram at CK Music. Go find her on Spotify and give her a follow and show her some love. Now let's all sit back and enjoy Stop My Heart by CK. Unexpected, tried to flake, then been six months that you get my message. I can't seem to shake you off. Been perfecting, beating reckless, lost my cool, yeah, you got me sweating. Do you think of me at all?
I feel like you have to start out by saying like, what's up tigers or something. You got to make a strong entrance <laughs> with, with their mascot. I feel like you could just say tigers and they'd be like, you know, they probably didn't have time to research it. Today so we are all art barks. <laughs> <laughs> Today yeah. is a wonderful day. For the horses. <laughs> <laughs> one more, one more, one more. This is a momentous day for the buzzards. Oh, God. It kind of just makes it seem like you're about to whip out a fucking machine gun. And <laughs> everybody. Today is a day for the buzzards. <laughs> and then you terminate them. Damn, dude. <laughs> if that's not in the Terminator's next speech, I mean, Arnold Schwarzenegger's Today. next speech. <laughs> Wait, you do it. You try it. I already did one. Today. Say today is the day for the buzzards. And then machine gun. Today <laughs> is the day for the buzzards. <laughs> okay, so yours was just as bad as mine. It well, wasn't good. good. good to know. I can tell you <laughs> that much. Your machine gun was really unenthusiastic. <laughs> 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 it was... <laughs> <laughs> this is some good audio <laughs> so you I gotta all over my you gotta filter. start out with with calling out the mascot of the school yeah it's big and then you spend the rest what if you turn it into a roast and you just start like and then calling you roast out literally every single <laughs> matriculating student it works better on small crowds but it's more impressive the bigger the crowd it is You're, look, and every jeremy thought nobody noticed that day that he walked around with toilet paper on his shoe all day you gotta do your research you gotta really do your research for this one but we saw jeremy and then you gotta be like Elizabeth, I saw what you did last night. I know what you you're cheating on all your exams. Shame on you. And then they take you literally take her diploma away from her. Oh god. In front of her and her crying mother. Wait. <laughs> Elizabeth worked hard for that diploma. No, she cheated on her final. I mean, you saw her come do on. it. You saw Who her. Who of do us it. can say we haven't cheated on a final or two? Oh my god, I've never cheated on a final. Yeah, me neither. Actually, I've never cheated on any test. What? You're a fool. Why? No, you could have cool. just done better. Wait, I did. I've helped other people cheat. Does that count? Yes. I did it cheats once. Cheats is cheats, Emily. I did it once. 
I convinced my Spanish teacher freshman year to let me take my test outside with my retake my test outside with my friend. But then I stopped doing that because then I realized that I didn't need to retake my test. <laughs> I already knew Spanish. Uh, you have to reconnect with with the school grounds. Oh my god! What say. if you reconnect with your estranged estranged lover on stage? <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. You know, for dramatic effect, you got to make it memorable because I don't remember my commencement speaker. Or so what they you're said. gonna run out. You're gonna say, "Hey, what's up, Macaws? Congrats on and, graduating!" Yeah. And then hey, you look out, Carol. The- fuck you. you. You're a bad student. I don't know why you're here. Hey, <laughs> Professor Higgins. All of us know that you phoned in about half of those lessons. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> and then you go, Marie. Mar- oh my God, is that you, Marie? It is. It's her. Is this, was this <laughs> a setup? Marie. Was this? Is is this improv everywhere? Did you guys do this to get me? Is am I being punked? <laughs> She's like, I never forgot about you. This is your son. I know. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and then you give him his diploma. Well, I haven't <laughs> seen you in graduating. I haven't seen you in in nineteen years. <laughs> Our son is also a genius. He graduated college <laughs> he graduated three, three years, years early. early. <laughs> This yes, is this is my, my son. He's 18 years old. No. <laughs> that means that night at the lake. <laughs> this is a buck wild commencement speech. I'm very I into it. Start to finish, my dude. It's going to be a banger start to finish. Go in. Jazz band. What's up, cougars? <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. Darling. <laughs> dear. <laughs> Done. And, the, and I then think, diploma, I think... diploma, diploma, diploma. And then you take a t-shirt cannon and you just... <laughs> See, that's how you're supposed to do a machine gun. <laughs> and it's just like diploma. You just spray them like diploma, Wait, diploma, so diploma. <laughs> That's, I mean, that's look, that's part. one of the worst parts. Like the great part about that fucking digital commencement speech. We were like, there was all these different links that you could go to. There was a link specifically for his, for the college of, of engineering that he was graduating from. We went in and we could have, we didn't, but we could have just skipped to his name, saw it read out and then dipped out of there. And you better Wait, fucking did, believe was it just someone in a room just going like Adam. It was all pre-recorded. Barry. <laughs> like... Honestly, like the, it's ve- it's very sad. That none of these kids get to like have this thing that some people consider to be a rite of passage. I personally That's don't. True. Whatever. It was a massive it sucks. drag for me. It's not great. I I, d- I personally think on that the, stage. Was horrible. the um, like the months that they missed with their classmates is more more sad than losing yeah. their actual graduation ceremony. But in for any sure. case, for uh, being on the outside of it, that commencement was awesome. <laughs> yeah, they, for sure. We got to just watch like ten minutes of. Sp- people saying names and we didn't even have to do that and as soon as we heard his name read out we were out of there yeah and then we were Did you watching watch Netflix it with afterwards. Him? we watched incredibles 2 after that was over i just watched that for the first time it's pretty good it was good i liked it uh but yeah if, John you, if, you, can, if you can do anything you can to make make the commencement just speedy as hell do that so i yeah. love this t-shirt cannon idea T-shirt mm-hmm. cannon loaded with all the diplomas. You don't even have the kids yeah. walk across the stage. They and can get their handshakes a real later. Diploma, anyway. 
anyways. You know what I mean? It's just a rolled up piece of paper. Yeah. And then they mail you your diploma later, and the worst. And then they charge you like six hundred dollars for a frame. They charge you eighty bucks for the goddamn piece of paper. <laughs> like what? They're like, yeah. I mean, you earned it, but you need to pay me eighty dollars to give it to you. And I'm like, but I already paid you. A hundred thousand dollars for it, and they're like, "No." Yeah, it's I paid not a lot enough. of money for this already. Yeah, I was like, I feel like I'm getting you a lot of money already, and they're like, "I don't remember that." <laughs> and this is nice paper. If also props, if you find a way to stealthily shut down whoever it is speaking, who like takes their time from the alumni association. Mm-hmm. The, per- yeah. the person who just Shut gets up down. and says, Cut hey, you're, you've you now joined the exclusive club of alumni of this university. Guess what you get Disgusting. to do now? Give us more money than you've already Disgusting. agreed to. Disgusting. <laughs> you take that person and you throw them into a lake. <laughs> you find a lake and you just baby carry them over to a lake and then you go, huh? 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 <laughs> just like yeet them into the lake. There's a lot of people making new new traditions in this t- in this post covid time mm-hmm. and i i would like to start that one where yeah, the alumni throw- association president gets thrown into a lake <laughs> yeah they de- they deserve to be thrown into a lake <laughs> like what right do you fucking have to be like i loved my college and i am the president of the alumni association i've already tripled my tuition and what i've given to this school Jesus and you fuck. can too hey and it's like hey, hey guess, guess what? what you go in the lake now <laughs> You're, you get lake now <laughs> also don't do that yeah. Don't do this thing. You're a traitor. I always like, I get those emails, you know, and I always feel like the person who's doing this is a, fu- and they're like from my class. Yeah. It's always like someone from your class year. And I'm like, you fucking traitor. <laughs> we were in this together. You and you coat. sold us out. How you dare know? you? We <laughs> were buddies. We had biology 101 ben- together. I almost said Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> Benedict Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch come on and do his uh, Tom Cruise impression of an American accent. Oh, geez. (laughs) All right. So what's up, Bobcats? You come running out. You roast everybody. You reconnect with your long lost lover and and son that you've never known. Yeah. Who's also graduating. You teach your candidate a bunch of diplomas at everybody. Yeah, but you give your son one. You you do the handshake and everything with your son. Yeah. Can, and then you take his little tassel and you move it to the side for him. I think. And then you wipe a tear off of his cheek and you say, don't cry, Roberto. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I did not get the opportunity to name <laughs> I would not have named you Roberto. <laughs> but Roberto's a fine name. I think it is too, but it's just not what he would have chosen. I think... Is it too late to this might be my my operatic training coming in, but is it too late for a dream ballet? Now, tell me more about this. So you're familiar with the concept of a dream ballet. Is it like the dream ballet in the Nutcracker? Yes. Okay. Where in the middle of a thing, you need to convey like in the middle of a of an opera. That's how Mm -hmm. I know it. There's like 
there's just some space in there where some plot happens, but there's no music or anything written for it. And there's no scenes written. There's supposed to be a dream ballet where all it's all like motions and dancing and yes. acting okay. that portrays the, what happens in the middle yes. there. Yes, yes, yes. I, I, I think there's room here for that. Perhaps you oh. have a nice dream ballet between you and your son. No words. All dancing. Oh, so you don't have to say "Don't worry, Roberto," but you do turn his tassel and you do wipe a tear. No, I think you do. I think you do the wiping of the tear and the Uh tassel turning for him, and then Uh you because it's symbolism. It symbolizes the relationship you're going to have. You grab his cap as as a misdirection to the audience, and you throw it at the camera, and then it's a smash cut to you in completely in like samba clothes. Oh yes, and there's and it's very dim light. It spotlights down on both of you. Uh huh. And then you you dance you you dance you dance through your feelings <laughs> through that night on the lake, and then losing her, and you reach out your arm and you get on the ground, and then he goes, and the child like pantomimes growing up without a father, <laughs> 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 wondering where his daddy is. And all that. And then all that stuff. <laughs> all of his confusion and torment and love from his mother, but it's not quite enough. And then he and then he goes to a graduation and he sees his <laughs> he real sees father. Sees his father. <laughs> and then he realizes that just like every movie with it with that has this trope, that their dad doesn't matter anymore because he wasn't there. And the only parent you need is the parent that you had who loved you. And then he rejects his father and he shoves him to the side. You don't need to have a Mamma Mia where you figure out which dad is actually yours to walk you down hey, the aisle. Mia, Just have found out. Meryl Streep walk you down the aisle every time. There's no reason why Meryl Streep should not have been walking you down the aisle in the first place. And then God damn it, Amanda Seyfried. He pulls up Maria to samba with him. But, oh, look, it's Meryl Streep now. <laughs> and they're dancing. <laughs> they can, well... It's not really a recast. They just knew that the the original actress couldn't dance that well, and Meryl Streep's yeah. a goddess. Yeah, it was she could do it. A very large budget. For this. Yeah, it's a huge budget for this commencement. They got Padmalakshmi really to speak. If you gotta, if you gotta do an Arnold Schwarzenegger and uh, what's his what's her face Meryl Streep, but only not even giving a speech, you know, just show up. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, do that i guess i think you gotta have some there's there's always like uh (laughs) there's always a you are the future section of the speech yeah that's true is there something is is there some way we can beef that up to make that more interesting yeah yeah so while you're doing the part of like you have to live boldly so so that because you are you are the future leaders of this country, but it's like we've all heard it before, yada yada yada. The children are our future, blah blah blah. So maybe we be doing some sort of um death defying stunt while you say this piece. Oh my god. So maybe like get a tightrope or like a big tank full of sharks yeah. that you're slowly being submerged into while you pour chicken blood over yourself oh my god and then and then it's real right because it's like now you have to carry on because you are the future and then you dump chicken blood on yourself and you dunk yourself into into a tank full of sharks and then the sharks they eat they eat you 
<laughs> so this that's why you invited your wife and your son to this so that you could, <laughs> sorry you're a strange lover and your love child so that they, you can meet your love child before you submerge yourself into before, a table before you give yourself you basically sacrifice to the yourself to the gods of graduation essentially yeah. well it's also it's interesting because you know uh you've actually been pro um shark finning and so this helps you too because if you oh like can beef God. up the numbers <laughs> and get people really scared of sharks and they won't care about them being overfished anymore it'll be like jaws all over again jaws 2 but it, maybe there's already a jaws 2 but this is this is a, another in the saga of jaws like movies <laughs> but it's a commencement <laughs> Uh, you got to certainly be interesting. I, I mean, that's, that's, this is the perfect commencement speech. I think it is. I mean, don't. I'd watch it. It's important. I would definitely watch it. <laughs> it would definitely be on like r slash WTF, but worth a watch for sure. Definitely worth a watch. And then all those kids that are in that commencement, they, they get to be famous. That's in true. some little way. It's it's cocktail party fodder. Hey, remember that crazy Dude, commencement where Arnold Schwarzenegger reconnected just with his an extremely <laughs> good story. Uh, we've we've done it. Yeah. You're you're welcome. Anyone you trying to died. write a commencement speech, do do what we've said here today to a team. You just have to fully commit. Yeah, Let you'll me... be fine. Yeah. Maybe don't die. <laughs> I mean, it's I, the dying thing. How else are you gonna end it? Really, if, mild applause. If like, you want to go you. down in history as having one of the most memorable—I'm not gonna say best because that's not great—most <laughs> memorable commencement speeches of all time, you're definitely gonna make it in there. We have a couple of people to thank. <laughs> I would like to thank Ethan Gustafson for the use of his music as our intro and outro theme. You can find more music from Ethan at SomePointSounds.com. Go, go to do it that now it's good thank you to natalie spitzel for the use of her cover art as our album artwork if you'd like to see more from natalie you can go to her instagram page that's at nms underscore creative or go to her website nataliespitzel.com thanks natalie if you have music, uh, original music that you've written and and produced and you you have it in MP3 form, you should send that to us at uh, downtimesubs at gmail.com uh, or you can DM us on, on Instagram or Twitter if you have music or if you have suggestions for episodes. If you have, if you have something you want us to teach you how to do, you should DM us or email us at, yeah. at downy siblings or downtimesubs at gmail.com. Yeah, and um, I think that's it. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Emily Downey. I'm John Downey. Al Roker, I will fight you at the end of his commencement.